Imagine a talk with CEO of Luptas, Udaya Vasipali, near Coffee Corner in Incubase. Hi, Udaya. You know, recently I've come up with a good idea for business, but I'm international here. I don't know whether there is much of opportunities here in the Netherlands to start. Come on, that's not true. There are many opportunities in Netherlands. Netherlands is one of the best country to have your own setup. Oh, really? Yes. Come, I'll show you opportunities you have on campus to start your own business. Oh, let's check it out. Let's go. If you, as international, have asked yourself the same question, then you are at the right place. In this episode of Overlapped, we will give you step-by-step instruction about starting a business as an international, how and when to apply for startup visa, and what do you need to know about it, and of course, how can you get financial help from the government? Yes, there are some options. How cool is that? Stick around to find out all about it and enjoy the episode. Today I'm joined by CEO of Luptas, Udaya Vasipali. So, it's a pleasure to have you here, Udaya. Thank you for having me. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, my name is Udaya Kiran Reddy Vasipali. As you already mentioned, I'm the founder and CEO of Luptas. And I've recently graduated from University of Twente with my master's in mechanical design engineering. During the one of the most difficult period, which is 2020, uh, fun time. <laughs> not at all fun, but it was quite challenging. Uh, I get to learn a lot. And previous to that, I did my um, bachelor's in mechanical engineering in India. All right. Came from India to the Netherlands for your master's. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, during my studies, I, I was really uh, curious to learn about the business side or have some business skills. Because I had this idea where um, I can convert that idea into a startup. Then during my studies, I came across novelty and I started building my idea from there. And now I have my own startup in Enskede. And I'm here in Netherlands with my startup visa. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about your uh, idea. With Luptas, we are creating a system which can enable circular lifestyle. You might have come across a circular economy, which is a really a popular word everywhere now. Yeah. Um, literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are creating a system which can stimulate the circular economy. Mm-hmm. So we are creating a circular system where you use product and, and you are able to reuse it until it's really a, a product which has to go through a recycling. For example, you are at this moment, you have a uh, consumption called linear consumption, where mm-hmm. you buy a product, you use it for a couple of times, then you think, okay, recycling is good, so let me put it to recycle. But that product still has a capacity to do some more work before going to recycle. That's where we come in, we try to uh, uh, create a system where the, the product after you use and you see, okay, this is, I want to put this for recycle. Then that time we create, we are creating a system where you can, we can take that product mm-hmm. and uh, do some minor changes and bring back to its initial 
position. Especially we are concentrating with the simple products for our initial launch, which is shopping bags. As you are really aware about uh, shopping bags, plastic, which is uh, uh, generated or the plastic waste, which is generated from the plastic uh, shopping bags. That's why we are creating a really circular system where you use the uh, uh, plastic shopping bag, then, then you can return the bag to us. If mm -hmm. it is really in a worse condition, then we do re recycle or we clean it and put it back yeah. into the system. We choose uh, shopping bags because before we get into really uh, serious uh, or serious or complicated sectors like e-commerce packaging mm -hmm. and takeaway food packaging. So those are the areas there are already few options for reusing. But as a consumer, it's really difficult for you to adapt to the new lifestyle immediately. That's where we we are coming with our approach to make it really basic but really simple shopping bag. Yeah. So you make sure you use your bag again and again, take it uh, with you when you're going for a supermarket. So in that way, consumers have that in mind that they have to reuse. That's why we have a mobile application as well, which uh, uh, rewards you for reusing a product. Mm -hmm. That's how we stimulate circular lifestyle. Now, tell us, Daya, how can you apply for a startup visa as an international and what kind of role did Novelty play in it? When you're studying, you have a student visa. And right. things change as long as you get into the, <laughs> you graduate and yes. then you have different scenario. Yeah, that's right. Till I, uh, I was uh, studying, that visa holds good. When mm -hmm. I graduated, I have to choose uh, between uh, having a startup visa or a job search visa. Yeah. So in my case, it was startup visa. So you should have really a strong business case to apply for startup visa. But but tell us here, you say you need to have business strong business case. Yes. To whom do I pitch it? Is there like a committee member in municipality will decide about it, or is it uh, yeah someone else that helps you to get that visa? Yeah. Uh, nobody is gonna really decide that, but. If you want to apply for a startup visa, there are a few requirements. And the first requirement and the most important requirement is you should have a sponsor or called facilitator. Uh -huh. For example, like Novelty is a sponsor. So they sponsor you the startup visa. So you have to share your idea with them and they're going to evaluate and they're going to give you a, a report or the decision that whether they want to support you or facilitate your startup in their ecosystem. That's the first step. All right, so that's what you meant by that you need facilitation with your, with your idea that, uh, that Novelty was facilitating you. Yeah. Uh, yes. Is that what you meant with the visa, basically? Yes, with the visa. Mm -hmm. If you don't have any facilitator, you cannot apply for startup visa. Okay. That's that's really crucial. Yeah, so that's where Novelty really helped you out, yeah. I think, in that case. Yeah. In that case as well, even before that, they were helping me. So in yeah, this yeah, case, yeah. it was uh, add even on more. even more. <laughs> yeah. So then they helped me with the, they don't, uh, they, they give us the letter. That's the most important. Mm -hmm. We have to take the letter from the novelty or the facilitator and we have to fill in our own application. It's, it's a similar process like how you apply for student visa. When you're applying for student visa, 
uh, the university takes the place of the facilitator. Okay. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. They say this student is going to be studying at our university and doing so and so. So they're taking the responsibility of you being in Netherlands. Mm-hmm. In the same case with the startup, the novelty will take the responsibility saying, yes, we, we are going to guide this uh, applicant, which is idea, and we're going to use our expertise to help him to develop his idea. Yeah, so the framework basically is the same for both student visa and startup visa. Yes. Just facilitators are different. Actually. Yes, that's right. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, you said this is one of the main things is to have facilitator. Uh, so yeah, tell us how that journey looked for you apart from uh, yeah the facilitator thing. What mm-hmm. else did you have to take care of? Yes, uh, there are a few other requirements which I uh, which I mentioned. Like for startup visa, there are requirements like standard requirements. Yeah. The first one is the facilitator, which I already mentioned. And next to that, you should have your financially. You, you have to show them like even during studies, you have to show them the financially that you'll be able to cover your living expenses. So that's one of the things you have to show for startup visa as well. Mm-hmm. So in your bank, you have to show the minimum amount yeah. during your application. Required by the government. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And you have to write a business case, like what you're going to do for next one year and what are the partners you already have. And you have to fill in your application and pay the fee for the application. That's it. Basically, research plan for uh, business plan. <laughs> exactly. You're right. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it sounds simple sometimes and it sounds complicated, but I wouldn't say it's too complicated or it's too simple when you have a facilitator. Like yeah, novelty. They, they can, uh, yeah, basically guide you in that case, yeah. Yes. And also it's important I, I should mention because if you are starting your company in a Twenta region, mm-hmm. Novelty will not charge any fee for you uh, for the application. Usually, oh, they, really? yes. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, they have a, a fee of 250 euros just for the processing of the application. Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact number. It's yeah, somewhere in the vicinity. Yeah. The movie, yeah. yeah. So if you are starting your company in this Twenta region, then it's a free for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the benefits of uh, being in, in the yeah, this province, basically. <laughs> yeah, there are many other benefits as well being in this province. Especially, there are many grants which you can receive from the government. Mm-hmm. And uh, being a student here at the University of Twente, you have other opportunities as well. So, I would say it's a great place. When you say Netherlands is a great place, then I can really say proudly, uh, Overizel province would be really a great place to start your startup. Yeah. Uh, because you have really good expertise. For example, novelty is here, and there there are many other uh, uh, facilitator in this region as well, which you can make use of during your startup visa. It's not just like novelty. Novelty also uh, refers you to some of their contacts. Yeah, they have a, a lot of partners which are exactly. Uh, yeah, can can just they can link you to them, mm-hmm. and you will be able to get whatever you need for your startup. True. But how does it? feel the, this period um, of one year only to to get the startup running. I, I guess it's pretty stressful. How do you experience it? Yeah. Honestly, it's kind of stressful, even without COVID. Let's consider the COVID situation here. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
it's most probably I would say like in my case it's a bit uh, challenging mm-hmm. since my product is more uh, towards the consumer yeah so you need to talk a lot to them exactly so I need to have a direct interaction with them and I should get the feedback from them because of covid we have very limited uh, interactions mm-hmm. Uh, and also we have certain milestones which I, I didn't mention previously during our application itself um, the facilitator in my case novelty set some milestones throughout the year all right so they also apply that application with milestone milestones to the uh, what is it KV no not KV yeah, KV it's the... IND IND, IND okay. yeah. yeah IND is the one who process the application but there's another uh, authority called RVO they usually deal with this kind of startups, companies, and mm. other things. So the IND will uh, send our application to our view to assess it and give a review about the application. First, we have to submit it to Novelty. Then yeah. if Novelty is, okay, there is some value and you can work on it, we are very much uh, interested to support you. If they give a green signal, they give us a letter. We have to take that letter, take our application, and put it to IND. Mm-hmm. So IND send it to RVO. RVO then does the assessment and they give you they give you a review to IND. That depends on that review, IND gonna assess our application and send us the decision. Hi, just one thing before we'll jump to the second part of this episode about financial possibilities from the government. I would like to invite you to give us a feedback about our podcast Overlap. You can do it by filling out an anonymous form that you can find in the description of this episode. I want you to know that we value and highly appreciate any feedback that you have for us to make this podcast as good as we can. Thank you and let's get back to the show. Uh, Uday, okay, you started uh, basically your startup visa. Mm-hmm. You have that period of one year and yeah. Where do you get financial resources from in that case? That's a great question because even though you have a great idea, you should be backed by some money and financially you should be stable to do something, right? Yep. Uh, in my case, and uh, let's let's get into my case because different uh, ideas or the companies have different possibilities for financial support. Mm-hmm. In my case, uh, there are a few grants which are provided by government. Okay. And also there are a few grants, few subsidies as well. So basically grants is more like uh, it's completely money you can spend. And subsidies, you have to spend a portion of the money by yourself and the government gives you a portion of the money. Uh-huh. So if you just take an example, if you if you have your project for 50,000 euros, you have to spend a 30,000 euros and the government is going to give you 20,000 euros to make the project okay. successful. Yeah. So a similar kind of uh, subsidy which I received uh, is known as MIT feasibility subsidy, which is given by Overizel province. Mm-hmm. So I was really happy. And uh, that helped me a lot because I received that subsidy during very early early stages of my company. So that helped to carry out few uh, really basic things like market research, uh, market validation, Mm -hmm. 
and some of the prototyping. And yeah, I, I would recommend like everybody explore according to their uh, idea because it's it's not really general. Mm-hmm. If you have an idea in technology, you have different subsidies and yeah. different grants. And if you have something in medical field, then that's different. When you have something in retail, that's different. So I would personally recommend you go through uh, everything. There are many subsidies, many grants, which you can avail if you have really good idea. And um, I would personally say there's lots lots of support from the government itself before you go into venture capitalists or any other funding. And it's all the funding you... You have a lot of uh, good opportunities, not just opportunities, really good opportunities. That's why I mentioned like Netherlands is one of the best countries to have your own uh, startup is the government really supports you to develop your idea or your business. That, that is, Isn't that good? Yeah, that's like <laughs> very nice. You have some financial means to start because that's usually the problem that people cannot take unless you know they have some backup uh, money. But as a student, how can you uh, get that? And as an international, you can think. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine how difficult it would be being an international and ma- managing financially. Yeah, I would say if you have an idea, then accordingly, then you can reach out for uh, funds. Yeah, any kind of grants. Just yeah, check yes. the requirements whether it's applicable to you. Yes. But there is, you say, there's a certain amount of them, which, so there are num- numbers uh, of different um, financial financial support. supports, yeah, like yes. grants. Yeah, grants and subsidies. That's how they are uh, differentiated. Uh, grants is solely uh, amount they give you so that you can spend irrespective of your personal contribution. For example, you uh, you get a grant for 50000 uh, 50, Then that grant, you need not put any of your personal uh, mm-hmm. money for the project. You can spend whole 50000 but you have to have the records. And you have to show it to the government that you spent on so-and-so. If it is a subsidy, in my case, my project was for 50,000 euros. Then I had to put my own contribution of 30,000 euros. Okay. Then they would give me 20,000 euros. Mm-hmm. Those are the differentiations. I see. Let us come back to the beginning, like our voice acting at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel it is for internationals to start the business in, in here in University of Vente or just in general in the Netherlands? How do you feel about it? It's, it's, it's really uh, not that difficult, I would say, because if I just compare before when I was doing my bachelor's in India, yeah. even I had the same idea. But... I didn't have really a good ecosystem which can support me to build on my idea, right? So when I came here, I saw that environment where you can you get an opportunity to explore what you whatever you have. Mm-hmm. Then there are a few other programs as well, like there are a few events with novelty organizers and there are some other uh, like incubators, they organize some kind of events where you can talk to people Ultimately, when you have an idea, if you ask your friends, they're going to say, it's really good. Most of them say, some of them, some yeah. of them they say, it's good. And your family definitely say, it's good. 
Yeah, good boy. Good, right? <laughs> uh, so you have to talk to really strangers, then you get really honest opinion, right? Yeah, critical, yeah. Yeah, critical. That's really, uh, you have to come out of your nest or wherever you are. Comfort zone. Comfort zone, yeah, have, yeah. That's right. You have to get out of your comfort zone uh, and talk to many people, especially as an international. It's very important. For me, even, I, I'm, I'm kind of introvert. Mm-hmm. So it was a really difficult thing for me to talk to people like really strangers straight away. And then they immediately straight away tell you their uh, honest opinion and you're yeah. like, oh. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of the cultural differences you have. For yeah, directness, uh, directness here, yeah. Uh, it's not bad, but the culture where I've been for 23 years and in the 24th year, I come here and I face that culture, then you should have a lot of you should be mentally strong to get those uh, receive that kind of thing and process it and back yourself and get back again to do something yeah. different. So from one to ten, mm-hmm. how good do you feel? Uh, yeah, the ecosystem for now for you working for you. Uh, the listeners might think. Uh, direct uh, honest opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> direct honest opinion. I would say. Personally, 9.5. Oh, even like that? Yeah. Okay. I really like it. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I would have not uh, done this mm. because it's really crucial. It's not really easy for you uh, to come from a different country and come here and do something of your own and you have a lot of other responsibilities, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's not really simple until and unless I see some value and also I, if I get some confidence in the people around me and as well as what I'm doing. That's why I, I would, I'll be really honest. I will get nine, I will give 9.5. Yes, definitely. I, I recommend as well if somebody has something, but uh, I always tell people, uh, if you have something, go, go out and try. Don't wait until I finish studying. If, if I had thought the same thing, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got my Sarah visa because if you have thought after graduating, if you think... Only start thinking about it, then, then, then you need to process of evaluating and convincing your facilitator, in this case, Novelty, to yeah. do that. So, yeah, then there's a... Yeah, that's, that's actually true. I hear a lot of... Uh, also, yeah, anyone, group mates uh, at my mm-hmm. study or just friends that they were... They interested in starting something, mm-hmm. but... They are telling more, well, but I'm too busy now with my study. Um, but we as internationals, we don't really have luxury of time in that case to uh, to start immediately after study unless we will take the Zukiyar visa. So, but then you are faced with this decision, what will you go for? And then it's up to your dedication Yeah. Uh, towards creating something. Yeah. Yeah. But- it's a difficult decision to make because you have uh, studied and at the end of your studies, uh, you have to go to start a visa. If you want to st- start something, even that point, I would personally say it's going to be 10 times more difficult. Like after graduating, if you start thinking, I want to have a startup visa or a startup uh, or a startup, it's, it's going to be a lot, lot difficult. It's not impossible, but from that moment, you have to start doing everything time will be limited right that's what you mean very limited yeah very limited in your opinion kudaya 
when is a good time to start exploring the application procedure for startup visa? I would say like if you don't have an idea which is like can be patented, then you should have a lot of uh, uh, you should have, you should have a lot of time even before deciding you want to go for startup visa. Mm-hmm. I, I personally I started researching like one year ago, like before one year applying for startup visa. I was exploring can I get the visa. That was my first question, right? I yeah. didn't know all this, and uh, at that point. Uh, I was not able to talk to many people as well. So I started researching. There's everything online nowadays. Once you go through everything online, then I recommend you talk to somebody else to make sure what you have understood from online is actually the truth because there are a few complications here and there. The way you understand also differs from person to person. Mm. Well, yeah, we um, discussed this overwhelming uh, amount of things that is going on. Mm-hmm. Um when you want to uh, graduate and then start immediately your business. Yes. So if I will try to summarize then the whole thing, mm-hmm. it's basically that as an advice, mm-hmm. uh, you should then start thinking about your idea and already try to validate it while you're still studying. That would be like a, a advice, right? Yes, that would be really good. Yeah. Then next step then it would be to apply uh, to the startup visa and help uh, have a facilitator yes yeah either novelty or any other uh facilitator yeah the business the basically the, the company which uh which is responsible for business ecosystem of certain region yes um then you will set up together with the facilitator milestones which you will have to achieve mm-hmm. uh, and at the end you will yeah have to <laughs> then we... succeed those milestones and yes, then the, yes then then you have to succeed, but ultimately you have to show the progress. That's quite important. Sometimes milestones are a bit ambitious. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, because what, what you developed at the beginning of the year will be a bit different. Yes. Yeah. So they want to see progress. I, w- I wouldn't say you worry a lot about milestones mm-hmm. because if you have a good progress, for example, in my case, you have a potential customer like Albertine is interested in your product, yeah. then the milestone doesn't even matter you have a potential customer who is willing to pay for your product. Mm-hmm. So it's important to have a progress. Yeah, more, more than the progress is, is uh, important. So the yeah, result-orientedness, basically. Yes. What Milestones are more or less the, uh, the results which, uh, which are already preset. So you, it's easy for you to go towards something that yeah, you can see. Yeah, to keep you going. Uh, yeah. We can summarize it that yes. way, yeah. Okay, uh, and then you will eventually move to self-employed visa. That's yes, correct. That the way. Yeah, again, at the end of this visa, prior to ending of that visa for three months, mm-hmm. you have to apply. It's not that we apply at the last week or the last month because it takes time. Yeah. So by the month, ninth month, I have to apply if my visa is expiring in December, I have to apply in somewhere in September, October, in those two months I should apply, then they take one month or sometimes more than that, depending on the applications there. They process it and then we get an answer. All right, Sadayo, I would like to give you a floor now to tell uh, whatever you have for our listeners about your company, uh, Luptas. Yes. Uh, instead of just promoting our products, I would like to promote my our mission with the company, which is 
moving towards circular economy, which is quite important because just take an example. If you're buying a product, make sure you use it till it lasts. Then only you put it for recycle or choose a product like Looptas where uh, we accept the used products and try to recycle them. But in the first place, we try to uh, uh, refurbish them so that it can be used again. In that way, we create lesser uh, emissions and more sustainable products. And very soon, people in and around the Enscrave will be able to see our products in stores. So I recommend you to try out them and feel free to give any kind of comments. We will post the description and any details about where they can give a feedback to you via yes. in the description of this episode. Yeah. And also, uh, as we are growing, we are also looking for a uh, few team members. If anybody having common interests uh, in our, what we are doing, we are currently looking for a, a lead developer and also customer loyalty manager. Anybody can send me a message or you can uh, visit us. Here in Incubase, actually. <laughs> yes, here in Incubase. And also you can find more information at lutas.nl. All right. Well, yeah, thank you for uh, explaining us all these steps that are important and to actually inspire the international students to start. It's not really that difficult. So yeah. thanks you for that, Daya. And it was You're a welcome. pleasure to have you here in Overlapped. And we will, uh, yeah, keep, keep uh, our eye on you, how yeah. you will develop your idea further on. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm really glad to be part of this podcast. Uh, I'm really glad to be part of Novelty and Incubus as well. Good to hear that. To conclude, the whole procedure is not that difficult as long as you're being proactive and start everything on time. So please, give yourself a favor and try to avoid last-minute actions. Feel free to come back to the part of the summary to make sure that you haven't missed the steps of application for startup visa procedure. And all the links that were mentioned are actually given in the description of this episode. From Incubase, thank you for listening and feel free to spread the word and share this podcast among your friends. Many thanks to CEO of Looptas, Udaya Vasipali, who joined us on this episode for a fruitful discussion about founding a startup as international in the Netherlands. I'm Dmitry Balashov, and I will catch you on the next episode of Overlapped.